Hey y'all, welcome back to Rachel Profiling. I got the itch, y'all. I got the I got the podcast itch, because you know what? I'm so happy about it because I've missed y'all so much. As you can tell, I went home to Texas because I'm seeing y'all quite a bit, and I'm really jazzed up today because I've had a pretty good, lucrative, nice, busy little Tuesday. It's July 12th, and this podcast will be dropping live the minute after I record it. You can hear little Lucky Dog behind me in the back shaking it off. I'm dog sitting for the month, and I just have simply so much to tell you. I know it's been a hot minute, and I know this past year, Rachel Profile has been in and out, up and down, topsy-turvy with scheduling, uploading, but you know what? I really just want to be able to come and talk to y'all when I have something to say, because you know what? If I don't have anything to say, then it's not going to be very fun, is it? So that's me justifying not potting as much, but I really have missed y'all a lot. There's so much has been happening. I turned 21, the big two one, one on the rocks, please. I had a great birthday. My birthday was June 30th and I just felt so incredibly loved. And y'all know me, I'm a mushy-gushy gal and arguably I have become even more mushy-gushy in the past year. I'm very much a, you've probably heard me say this, friends make the world go around, believer. And I really just honed into that. My support system is the people around me, and I am always in need of emotional support. And I don't think that is, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing. I think it's a good thing, because you can never have too much love in your life. Turning 21 has been a hoot. I went to a bar for the first time. Well, it was more like a, like, barcade situation. I went with my coworkers at my newest job at the dog spa, which has been a ride. Washing dogs, clipping nails, trimming fur, all that good stuff. I work three jobs now, which I never want it to come off and sound like, hoity toity, look at me, I'm working all these jobs. Ooh, I'm really feeding into commercialism and capitalism. It really just is like, wow, I'm, I don't know how to say no. Which is an overall theme this past summer. I think I've overbooked myself a little bit. We'll get into that a little deeper into the episode. I went to a bar for the first time and I got, I went with my boss. I went with my boss and my coworkers and I told them, I was like, y'all, I don't even know what to say. Like I got nervous for some reason. It was a whole Taco Bell situation all over again. And I think I've talked about the Taco Bell situation on the pod, but basically it is very hard for me to be embarrassed, but I get, I've been getting a little nervy ordering food lately or I have to practice or write down my notes app. Who can relate? And I don't like I've never gotten like a a drink you know like a real like oh like vodka cran or bourbon whiskey I don't know what the protocol is so I was like I just like anything with Malibu so my boss just told them hey she likes anything with Malibu so I got Malibu sunset and it was quite beautiful and I got quite silly because I have really bad Asian glow I just turn completely red like my whole body will turn red So I've just been kind of turning up the past few weeks. It's been really nice. I've been trying to balance work and life, and it's kind of been beating me up. I haven't even been able to tweet a lot lately, and y'all know I'm on that bird app all the time. 
I always have something to say. There's always something to talk about. But I just have been doing an internship, which has been super fun. I am interning at AtSign, which is a security and internet startup, to put it in like the most simple terms. But basically, our goal is to flip the internet back to you. And we're actually starting a podcast, which I that's why I'm all hyped up and ready to pod right now, because we just did our first podcast for AtSign, which will be called Flip the Internet. So you'll be hearing about that soon, which I am a co-host on with three wonderful people. And I'm actually interning for I my friend who had their wedding, had his wedding. That's why I was back in Texas, Hakeem and Alyssa. Shouts out, love Hakeem and Alyssa. Hakeem is my boss. I basically, I'm on the marketing team, so I do a lot of like wording things, creating short form content, now creating long form content with the podcast, making shit post memes. That's my favorite thing to do. And just like going and attending meetings and learning. And it's been really nice to be excited to learn about new things again, which sounds very weird. I've hit that lull in my major where it's like, oh, do I really want to be a teacher? Where of course I can't see myself doing anything besides teaching, but it's been really nice being compensated and being a part of something bigger for my interest that like feeds into like my outer interests or I guess not like necessarily my hobbies but you know the stuff I do all the time like creating content like podcasting or making I've been really into reels lately I'm a big reels girl lately I love a good little montage but y'all have known that since like high school I've been making little montages of everywhere we go and everything we do uh but yeah turning 21 has been a hoot just been going out I had a birthday party by the Charles which is our river shots out to the Charles River I went to I party the week before the week the same weekend the weekend of 4th of July was a big one because June 30th is my birthday and then July 1st is Levi day and for all of you who know and love Levi that is a very special day for all of us and everyone involved um especially him it's his big grand old day so it's just nice that it's like back to back and so we just went to or I went with my friend Lauren to I party which if you don't know Matt Bennett my childhood crush Robbie Shapiro fitting right um because Levi says my type is anyone who has a, a bit anyone with a bit and Robbie Shapiro had quite a bit he had quite a bit so he's been DJing across the United States the grand old USA mm, cringe and he's been just doing like early 2000s throwbacks Disney and Victoria's shows and so Laura and I went and we just danced a little night away and then one of my best friends, Matt, found out that there was an Abonite happening. So we pulled up to Abonite last Thursday, actually, and I've been riding on a high from that. We went to see Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka, 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 Shaka. We went to see Shaka Khan on 4th of July because Boston always has this huge Boston Pops 4th of July situation, and I do not like 4th of July or America. I will say I was very uncomfortable getting into the park there's just like state troopers and police everywhere and it just skews me it gets me in my little bones and i've mentioned that because you know everyone was like yeah fuck america and of course like i agree and just something about doing anything in relation to america makes me very uncomfortable like in fourth of july and like celebration i went to leave for shaka uh but just because of you know previous situations with me and miss america we don't get along the best we don't we really don't not only just because i am a person of color but 
because of, like, situations I've talked about, like, when they tried to deport me when I was in high school. And trying to explain that to people was really interesting this year because um, it's, like, it's another level of disdain to America just because it feels like anything that has to do with the celebration of it feels like a disrespect to myself because they don't want me here. So I just was like, oh, dang. It got real Rachel profiley up in here. I was walking through. I was walk. I was pissed. And I was marching through the Charles. But then I got to sit with Levi and our lovely friends Ava and Jordan and Bianca. And it made me feel so much better. And then we just danced to... And that was a hoot. A grand old time. The Charles is a great place to be. Uh, I, the birthday party I had, super cute, super tender. I took two top sheets and I had like a little picnic situation by the Charles and I put one sheet down on the ground and then I took packing boxes and I made three of the boxes and put another sheet on top of it so I made like a little table and we all just danced and had fun and I made them play Big Booty if you don't know what Big Booty is it's like a little fun little orchestra band get to know you game and it just goes ah big booty big booty big booty Ah, uh, yeah. Big booty. Shout out to my big bootiers. Where y'all at? Uh, we played that in orchestra in the officer team or just any, like, social event. Because then it's like you do either numbers or we did names since not everyone... Well, we felt like it'd be nice since not everyone knew each other as well. It was really cute because everyone who was there, it was, like, 20, 25 of my closest friends. It was so tender. And I was just so... I felt so loved by everyone who was there. And they all, like, know of each other because we all go to Berkeley or we all are, like, Twitter mutuals. And we all went around and said our name, our pronouns, and how they know me, which was so cute. And I am such a corny gal. I love to reminisce. Uh, I think that was Matt's idea to say, like, how we know Rachel or someone else said it. But I absolutely adored it. I think I started to mention this. But for my birthday, Levi made me a super special video where he corralled literally everyone important in my life. Like, he... I don't know how he did it. He started pulling people from the backlogs, from my times in Texas, friends who I've mentioned like once or twice, and he had them make a huge video, send him a video of them saying happy birthday to me. And then he put it in this long video and I cried. I teared up. I had a great little birthday Levi Rage weekend, went and made uh, lots and lots of meat treats and dumplings. Making food with friends has been my new love language lately. I love making the dumplings. I love making the meat treat. And if you don't know what a meat treat is, it is a bacon wrapped date. So I fill the date. I take unpitted dates, medjool dates, and I fill it with cream cheese. And then I wrap it with bacon and put it in the oven for like 12 minutes and flip it. Or I guess 14 minutes because I flip it every 7 minutes. And it was quite delish. And the people were loving it. So that's just what I've been up to. Balancing. I'm someone where like... I would rather sacrifice me time at the sake of having social time. Because to me, social time is me time, if that makes sense. I really feed off the energy of other people, not to get all, like, energy. You're really like, energy. Yeah, that's a deep cut. Shout out to Nicole. I'm in a good mood, as you can see. You know, for a while, I hit that point where I feel like I could only podcast if I had something to lament about. Which made me really sad, because it's like, I love to celebrate every little joy in life that's why i make so many little reels so many montages 
And this last year was hard. 20 was a doozy. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I feel like I got thrown to the wall and picked myself back up again. And the minute that I did, I got pushed to the side again. And it just felt like this constant battle. And a lot of it I realized was like some battles with myself, which I talked about in the last episode where like I fully thought I have gotten over a lot of like internalized racism towards myself. Um, But I would still make like, I would just be so abrasive with how many jokes I'd make about like being a white man's whore um which I really was just doing myself a disservice like why am I harping on this so much I remember I went on a date with someone once and they listened to a podcast which I also went on another bad date recently um which we can get into it was just kind of cringe it was cringe and I don't know if he's gonna listen to this but something about hinge men they loved live text me my podcast and because you know on hinge it has a prompt where it's it will like if you upload it from instagram it will put your caption as well and one of them is a picture from like the racial profiling kind of like rebranding last year where it was an, a picture of me and it said like do i look like someone who has a podcast and like the emoji where it's like the queasy emoji and so this guy was like oh you have a podcast and what am i gonna say no i don't want to be a liar um and so I, I'm like, yeah, it's, and I'm proud of it. So I'm like, oh, it's Rachel profiling. And then he live texted me, him listening to the podcast, which sometimes I think is cute. Sometimes I'm like, oh, especially depending on what episode you listen to, because that was right when I dropped the Am I Overthinking episode, where I just had a lot of my little noggin. But I went on a bad day recently. And going back to, we'll get back into that. But going back to what I was saying, I went on a date with someone once, very lovely man. He was so sweet, but he was like, oh, like, I listen to your podcast, like, you make, he was also a person of color, he was like, you make jokes about it a lot, I was like, oh, yeah, it's just a running bit, but then I just think about that, and like, that, first of all, I feel bad to him, because it's like, I don't want to push this narrative of, like, white is better in any way, or, like, everyone has their preference, um, but I just harped on it so much, and baby, that was the colonization, one time my friend told me I had Stockholm Syndrome with white people, I said, oh, you got my ass, Mm, points were made points were made but and then just this year was like you know I I came out and that was a big year that was a big thing for me too because I just I didn't for a long time growing up in Texas I didn't even think of it as an option but it'd been thoughts that had been back in my head and I would push it down I'd be like no and no like I would know because like I I'm a big ally I'm such an ally I would go to like Houston Pride every year and post a picture and write like a long caption about why it's crucial to be an ally and support people who are a part of the LGBTQIA community and here I am Um, but it's just been a tumultuous year and I'm ready for 21 and I'm looking forward to it because I feel like I'm walking into this year, especially with that weekend with lots of love and this summer it's just work and dance and work and dance. And I am hundred percent okay with that because I feel so grounded in the community that I have right now and the people who are around me and that I can take on the world. I can do it all. I did overbook myself a bit. I am working two jobs legally i still work for urban outfitters physically mm, you cannot catch me in vinyl hall but i i do think i will return during the school year just because they are very flexible with hours and i need that because i'm like how am i working all these jobs and where'd the money go someone tell me but i'm also learning that just because i don't have something scheduled in my calendar doesn't mean that it's free time and that doesn't mean that i have to fill it with another job 
And part of it is that like, ugh, maybe I just live a little high roller lifestyle, getting my little iced vanilla, iced lavender lattes. But hey, that's like six, seven dollars out of my day. It, it is really like tiny little cuts. And thinking about this now, I do remember that I need to get a credit card. So Matt, if you're listening to this, I know I need to get a credit card and I will text you about that later. And I could probably figure it out myself, but I've just been getting, I haven't been getting a credit card out of spite because he's always messing with me about it. But I think I should start to build my credit. I also have like this thing against credit cards because I think it was in, am I been in pitch perfect? I always call it pitch perfect, pitch slapped. Um, it might have been in Pitch Perfect where it's like they tried to sell and like one of the booths they tried to sell one of the students a credit card or I just think of that scene where there's all those like college booths and I remember once being told that when you get to college they're gonna try and get you to sign up for credit cards but don't do it because you're gonna end up in debt and I'm so scared to end up in debt but I guess since I'm so cognizant of it it'll be okay but hey bada bing bada boom we'll see what happens I'm learning to say no and I'm learning to take time for myself and I think I've been doing all right lately this past week with it because I took back hours from the dog spa and I said, hey, I need to focus on my internship because I love doing my internship. I feel like I've learned so much and it really honestly has made me question a lot of what I want to do in life because I've been a person where it's like, okay, here's my rigid plan. I am going to be a musician through and through. I am going to get my undergrad at Berkeley, go out and teach for two years in New York go to NYU Steinhardt for my master's, go and teach some more years, go back eventually to get my doctorate, hopefully at Columbia, at Barnard's College, Teachers College. But one of my really great friends, Al, made a good point when I was talking. We had a little picnic. Oh, hit my knee on the table. We had a little picnic the other day, and I was telling him about how I've just been, I've been, like, questioning my future, and if I am going to stick this plan, he said, well, like, whenever you made that, Rachel, like, the Rachel now knows so much more than the Rachel those years prior when you made that decision. And I said, more, humana, humana, like, humana, humana in awe and in shock because what he said was so wise and true. And I just don't want to put that pressure on myself anymore. It's been really nice being creative for something bigger than myself and to collaborate with people and learn about, like, tech has been so interesting and just like flex my little my little cheeky little twitter fingers to tweet about outside and create podcasts and outlines and write a lot of google docs i love a good google doc um but i also haven't been enjoying music and we've known this for years i mean that's why i started the podcast i needed something well there's a lot of reasons why i started the podcast but a big reason why Rachel Profiling is Rachel Profiling is because I felt very lost coming to Berkeley. And I just didn't see myself as a musician. And I still kind of don't. I don't really seek out singing. I don't seek out performing. I am in a musical theater workshop right now. Going back to my thespian roots. Which has made me enjoy singing a bit more, but... The only times I really love singing is when I'm with my friends in Texas and I could actually see myself gigging at like Mozart's coffee shop, which is this cutie little coffee shop down by the water or just making music and jamming with like Brant and Nate is my favorite thing to do or just singing in the car. I love to sing in the car, but I don't see myself as a musician, which is so hard and I think bad, especially going in as a music teacher. I love teaching and I love collaborating and the sense of community that a classroom can provide but I look back and I think on it 
and I think about what made me want to be a teacher. Okay, choir and orchestra in high school, and the teachers that I had, Mr. Heron and Ms. Sharp and Chani and Ms. Torres, and the incredible support system that they gave me and the community that they they built and the friends that I found in that and what I was doing at the time was I was I was social mediaing for the orchestra program. I was organizing socials, I was organizing projects and planning things out and just like helping manage like a two 50-plus people orchestra, that was my favorite thing to do. So it was never music-based. It was always people-based. And that's really taking me for a bit of a turn because letting go of music and letting go of singing is such a hard dream to let go of. Because in a weird way, I feel like I've failed. And I feel like I fail if I don't continue to as a teacher because there's that whole quota that we talk about of a lot of people don't make it past two years of teaching and I love the idea of teaching and creating an environment in a classroom where I want to be the support system that Mr. Heron and Chani and Ms. Sharp provide for me and at my core I'm a people person and I want to just I, there's a hundred million things I want to do in my lifetime. I want to continue being a podcaster. I want to be a teacher. I want to be an activist. I want to build foundations in my community to support people so where do I take myself? I'm wearing a lot of hats right now, and it's interesting seeing what hat is going to stick because I feel like a sentence I throw around a lot right now is setting myself up for success. And how do you know if you're setting yourself up for success? And am I wearing too many hats where it's like I don't have the opportunity to set myself up for success because I'm not putting all my focus in one place? I talked about this phrase with one of the professors at BU, Dr. Kim Vu, I'm doing a study with right now. As an Asian American adoptee, he is studying Asian American adoptees and educators. And I talked to him a little bit about this, about how I feel as a teacher. And I really just, I can't see myself not teaching. But at the same time, I can see myself not doing music. But I hate saying that out loud because it has always been such a fundamental part of who I am. I love singing. I want to get better at singing and build my chops. But at the same time... I just see it as work and I find it exhausting. So is it taking space from that? Is it separating myself from that environment? Because when I'm in Austin, which I've also been considering Austin post-grad, when I'm in Austin, I love to sing. I love being in Houston and singing with the Killbrews because that's family to me and we sing in the car and we sing like the songs we would sing when we go to church because, I mean, I'm not like a super religious person, but I went to church for the community and because it felt safe, and I was really lucky to go to a super diverse church with them, um, or relatively diverse, at least with us, um, and the people we surrounded ourselves with, and just sing, and that's when I enjoyed singing, was it was the people I was around, I think, and I used to love seeking out opportunities to do solo performances, like pop show, and talent shows, or record covers, but it just, I just don't, I just don't enjoy it anymore, which makes me kind of sad. And then I do want to sing and then I get frustrated because it's that thing of like, is that imposter syndrome coming back? Because I tried to work so hard to get rid of it my freshman year, sophomore year of college. But did I really get rid of it or did I just push it to the side and focus on other interests like podcasting and picking up like three different jobs? I remember beginning of last year, I was like, oh, I shouldn't do more than urban, but look at me now. 
Um, so this is kind of me just talking it out loud and processing it. If you're feeling the same way, I think junior year to senior year of college is such a pivotal time because we're doing internships, but we also are still kids and we want to live life and have fun and, and just have a summer, have a happy little slay little summer, but also being cognizant of there's a lot that's on our plates right now. And we are the ones who are going to have to take care of it in the future, just with even everything going on in the world and, if the question is, has it always been this way or is it are we more cognizant of it because it is right in our face because of social media, especially with like, I don't want to get into too much of the nitty gritty of it, but like Roe v. Wade and just, oh my gosh, just, it just shakes me to my core as it does for anyone. Um, so a lot to think about, a lot that is on our plates and it's like, how do I do my part in society while fulfilling my dreams, but what is my dream at this point? The question I always love to ask people at the end of podcasting when I have bring a guest on is like, what is your dream? And I can't, I can't answer that. I can't answer that because, you know, it's like we joke like, I don't dream of labor. I'd be dreaming of labor though. Like, what do I want to do? Not in like a, ooh, I love to labor. You know what I mean? Like work for a big corporation. But it's like, how do I want to make an imprint in my community? How do I want to support my community? Is that still teaching? Is that reaching out and building roots and activism somewhere else? Is it just talking about important topics? And I think it can be all of it. One of my favorite shows lately is Abbott Elementary. And one of the episodes, the janitor or the custodian, I don't know if like janitor isn't PC. Um, apologies. I think one time I said janitor and my friend was like, that's rude. So that's just stuck with me since elementary school. But the custodian, he is one of the funniest characters. He was talking to... Oh, I can't think of his name right now. Everybody hates Chris. Um, Janine's love interest, but they aren't together yet because she just broke up with Zach Fox. Sorry for the spoilers. Uh, but really watch Abbott Elementary if you have it. And he was talking to him and he was like, you didn't always want to be a custodian? He was like, no, of course not. I've done a hundred different things before this and this is just where I am right now. And it helped me realize like, I don't need to do everything all at once. Everything everywhere all at once. And I also don't need to do one thing with the rest of my life. There's so many different avenues I can reach in. And that is 100% okay that I'm just figuring it out. Because as the wise Al said, Rach now knows more than Rach in high school when I made this, this such strict plan for my future and my career path. But let's talk about something a little light now. Let's do, let's some, talk about some silly stuff. Been going out, been dancing. I went to Abonite with my best friends with the Boomwhacker group. If you don't know, my best friend Matt and I run a boomwhacker ensemble with our other lovely friends, Andrew, Levi, all that good stuff. I've also been making new friends lately, which makes me so happy because, you know, it's like you hit a certain point in college or I guess like adulthood where you're like, oh, I have my set group of friends. I don't, I don't expect to make new friends. But this year I've made so many new friends who have become some of my bestest friends like Kale and T and Al and I adore them so much. And now I've made new friends through Boomwhackers and through Matt, who are all, all Rays. So Nula and Gordon. And I've been hanging out more with Aria. So shout out to all of y'all. And we all went to Abonite. And we danced our little hearts away. And listen, y'all, I forgot how much I love to throw back. I will drop it down. I was wearing my Steve Madden platform knee-high boots. My little 70s go-go boots. And I was shaking my arse. I was throwing it back. And I didn't know I had that in me. I had like one Malibu. Okay, maybe I had two Malibus in me. 
and I was ready to rumble, and they were just playing. I've been just walking around. Like, if you see me walking on Mass Ave, I'm probably listening to ABBA. I'm probably listening to Voulez-Vous, or I'm listening to More Than a Woman, even though that isn't ABBA. They played that, and it it really just stuck with me. And So there's a second one. I really just love an excuse to dance. There's a second one happening late August, and there's a Taylor Swift night happening in August, and there's another eye party happening in end of July, so... Y'all can find me at Big Night Live. I'm a little frequenter there. What can I say? I just love to dance. Mm, you can really dance. Sorry. Uh, I've also been trying to be on TikTok more and more for my internship, which has been fun. But for some early on, I associated TikTok with bad because I would just sit there for three hours on my phone and I don't like being on my phone a lot. Uh, I love being on my phone to take pictures, but that's why I've been also... Try not to be... I've been doing film a lot more recently. And I love... Listen. I have my little film dealer. Not my little film dealer. I have my film dealer, Sahil, who is the shit. I literally found him. I call him a film dealer because it feels like a drug deal. Not that I would know what a drug deal is like, but this is what I imagine it would be like. I found him off of a piece of paper, like a loose leaf paper on Mass Ave, where it was an ad. It was like four pictures that he had developed. And he said like, hey, like, let me know, like, if you want to get to film develop, da 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 So I texted the number, and I was like, oh, this is kind of sus, because, like, the he was just very dry in texting, because I assumed he was, like, an Emerson student. No, he's just, like, a he's just, like, an actual adult. Um, and so he, I meet him in front of Mass, or off of Mass, in front of the Berkeley buildings, and I hand him my film in a little Ziploc bag. And then he goes and develops it within, like, a day or two, and he's just amazing. He's great. And he, sometimes I meet him in Cambridge, like, outside of a restaurant that or in the restaurant like after hours and where he's like developing film after hours because they let him do that or pardon me um burp mode um he does photography for this restaurant called cicada coffee i think in cambridge that i really want to go to and so he'll be there photographing people photographing people and i'll go hand in my film so he's my film dealer i've been really loving film these days i'm really loving dancing and just collecting memories and just making little reels. I'm such like a little montage, cheesy, corny gal these days. And I know I just keep repeating that, but I think it's a good thing. I just feel very in love with life right now, which makes me really happy because there have been a lot of lows and a lot of highs. And it feels like it's kind of balanced itself out in a very peaceful manner right now where I'm working but I'm having fun and yeah maybe I'm not getting like eight hours of sleep but I don't even care <laughs> I don't even care because I'm getting things taken care of and I'm I'm enjoying it um but let's talk about that date <laughs> I don't think he'll listen to this I won't say his name though because out of respect well, let's talk about what happened to me um so I was on a date on hinge from hinge and it was just like kind of cringe where you know, I never really understood when... I'm really lucky that I have a lot of a lot of good male figures in my life. So I never really was on the bandwagon of... Also, I've never dated anyone. So I, I guess I just never have had my heart broken or, like, had to deal with, like, shitty men. I'm not saying that he's shitty. I'm sure he's a nice person. I think maybe it was just, like, a first impression ordeal. I don't know. I'm trying to give him benefit of the doubt. But I get what you'll meet when you say men don't listen now. Because he would just monologue and we went to this like matcha cafe and he was like, I know, I know you work at a dog, a dog spa. 
uh, and you wash dogs, but I just don't think like, and I'm not PETA, but I don't think any living thing should own another living thing. And I said, hey, my parents did that and I turned out fine. The crowd fell to a hush. Not a single laugh in the room. He just looked at me and I, and he, I had told him I'm adopted. And I, he set that up perfectly for me. Not a single chuckle. And then I was like, oh, so what are your interests? And I talked about how Levi and I had been watching documentaries a lot recently. So we had just watched the WeWork one. And he was talking about how I wanted to do a startup. And then he proceeded to explain to me how startups work. After I'd also mentioned that I'm working in a startup this summer. And he explains the WeWork documentary. And I literally had, y'all, I had to catch my face. Like, I had to make sure I was reacting. And then Love Galore just came on. I was just, like, listening to that in my head. I had to remember to react to what he was saying. And then he, I don't, I don't even know how to explain this. It was just, like, I was like, oh, what are your interests? He said, I'm into multimedia and designs. And I said, that's really cool. Like, he said, I like making shirts. And I was like, oh, um, custom-ink sleigh. And then he winds his arm imagine me like i'm pointing at my own shirt and i'm winding my right arm in a circle like you hear me winding that's what i'm doing and he just winds his arm and points at himself and i just cocked my head to the side and i was like hmm and he goes like this and he was wearing light washed ribs skinny jeans with some ribs and adidas ultra boosts white ultra boosts but not with the laces they just like are like kind of like the sock ones like the Balenciagas and a green and purple and orange and brown shirt that was like half buttoned up and a leather black leather jacket y'all I didn't know what to say I really didn't I said oh cool and everyone's style is different I don't know I, I don't know I'm trying to give him so much grace because a lot because then you know I would ask him about himself and then we would try to, you know, conversate, but he would cut me off and then continue to another conversation. And I get it. Like, I, I cut my friends off all the time on accident because I get excited to tell them something. And I get excited to speak. But then, you know, you do the thing where it's like, oh, I'm sorry, what did you just say? You go back and you make sure that, like, the other person was heard. He just would cut me off and continue to another conversation. And then he was trying to, like, talk himself up. So he would talk down on his friends and be like, so he was talking about him and his four friends. So there's five of them all together. He's like, oh, yeah, like together we have like an IQ of 55. Because, you know, I add another five. And I was like, oh, Rachie rule number one. Friends make the world go round. So I don't want to hear you talk down on your friends, especially on a first date. Like, it's not even like a tongue-in-cheeky way. It's like a I'm better way. So that was just interesting. Um, you know, another rule, another like unspoken Boston rule is there's all these city trash cans. And they have, like, the pull-down lever with your hands. Some of them don't have, like, a lot of them don't have, like, the feet thing, so you can't do it with your feet. And so we were walking from the Mach Cafe in Fenway to Supreme's, which is a pizza place on Mass Ave. And he had a wrapper left over from the Matcha Cafe, so we were by Whole Foods. For all my Boston locals, I'm paying you the picture. He opens up the trash can at Whole Foods with his hands. It goes, uh. And then throws the wrapper into the trash. And I was like, okay, yeah, valid. Um, you know, usually, you know, you elbow the trash. I usually, like, kick it with my foot to get it open, like, maneuver my leg up so then I can, like, throw the trash in while I open it with my foot. Um, so we're walking to Mass Ave. I was like, okay, you know, it's whatever. He'll probably wash his hands when we get to Supremes. We get to Supremes, and y'all... <sighs> Supremes is, like, the episode of Seinfeld where it's, like, the soup kitchen, and it's, like, what do you want? You need to know. 
like, and then it's like, no soup for you. For all my Seinfeld enjoyers, I'm not a Seinfeld enjoyer, but it would always play in the, there are two shows I would play in the back, three shows I would play in the background of my childhood. Seinfeld, The Office, and The Sopranos. That's like the white people trifecta. And that was always in the background of my household. And so it was like, my dad always quote, like, no soup for you, no soup for you. And it, that's what Supreme is like. You need to know what you want. There's not a lot of options. It's a pizza place. You can get chicken, you can get pizza. There's barbecue, there's ranch, chicken and ranch, there's pepperoni, there's cheese. And so I was like, oh, do you know what you want? We were standing there for like, what felt like 10 minutes. It was probably like seven minutes. And I was like, oh, do you know what you want? Yada, da, da, da. And then I think he was waiting for me to offer to pay. We're just fine. I'm a feminist. And, and that's all good. So I went up and I offered. And the people at Supremes literally turned around and they were like, we're ready to take you whenever you want. That's embarrassing, y'all. I need you to understand how embarrassing that is. Like the fact that they spoke to us. They usually are like, Supremes is made with cigarettes and hate. And that's the way city food should be made. That's the way city pizza, city fried chicken should be made. And the fact that they turned around to us and said, hey, we're ready to take you whenever. Oh, I was making eye contact with them. Like, I hope y'all understand. This isn't me. This is not me. Like, I, I, I told them the options. So we're sitting there. We're eating our pizza. la di da da And we're talking. And with the same hands that he opened the trash can with and he threw the trash away, he proceeds to lick the pizza sauce off of his fingers. A little ASMR for you. Every single finger on his hand. The same fingers that opened the trash can. And I just at that point, I was like, I was like, oh, are you trying to make me not like you intentionally? Which is totally fine. So I just, I was gassed. I, on my way there, I had ran to my friend Angie. Love Angie. And I had told her that I was going on a date. So then it was funnily enough, she was coming out of the Berkeley Public Safety Building or going into it when we were leaving. And we were in that crosswalk. There's like one huge crosswalk down Mass Ave. Mass Ave is like the main street in Boston for Berkeley. It's like Mass Ave and Boylston. Mass Ave is like the quad at UT. Um, or quad, I don't know what, Guadalupe Street at UT. And... So we were at the crosswalk and I waved her down because the whole time we were in I said, I was praying. I said, I hope not a soul who knows me comes in because I didn't have to introduce them. Uh, and I just, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't, I wouldn't know what to do in that situation. I mean, I wouldn't know what to do, but y'all get what I mean. And so Angie said later that he turned around, there was not a single expression on his face. He also lied about his height, which is fine. Like I'm 5'6", he was probably like 5'4.9", like five low five five which is totally okay and you know but Levi always says if you're a short king you got to own up to it you know you like being a short king is it's it, it has a gravitas to it it's something you know it's it's a beautiful thing but don't lie about it don't lie about it come on man and so then he was like oh where's the tea um there there's like a huge tea sign like literally like one block down and so i didn't walk me home because i don't really want i didn't really want to know where i lived um and so after i texted angie and i said like hey are you still there like i need to talk to someone about this right now because levi wasn't home at that time so i couldn't go home and just like rant to him about like the date like i usually do uh and so i told her everything and then i hung out with my other friend because i was like i need to talk to someone about this and i get a text from him and he's like def do again i said oh 
because I could have sworn he licked his fingers on purpose, like, after touching the trash can. So that was my story. That was my date story. Just kind of cringe. And I'm sure he's a lovely person. You know, I think about all the time when I go on dates is, like, even if it's a bad date, that is someone else's brand. That's someone else's Levi, their Bill, their, like, their Nate, their Matt. Like, that is someone important to someone else. And, like, they're a best friend, a brother, like, a sibling. Like, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> I talked to Billy about that when he came and stayed with me for the week. And he's like, yeah, but, like, you have to also remember, Rachel, like, no one else is like Billy and Rach. No one else is like Brian and Rach. Like, that's just an interpersonal relationship that we have. And I'm like, well, that's true. But, yeah, I hope he's doing well. I hope he doesn't listen. I mean, if he does listen to this podcast, like, hey, all the power to you, man. But just, like, be aware when you touch a trash can, a city trash can, and then lick your fingers. I think people just licking their fingers is, like, a pet peeve of mine in general. It just kind of gives me the ick. The, uh, a while back, one of my friends asked me what my icks are, and I, I couldn't answer it. But I guess my ick is just, like, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, if I'm being straight up. Like, fun new Rachel fact just dropped, if y'all didn't know. Like, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. I recently got over my fear of porta potties because during my birthday party by the Charles, there were porta potties set up for the 4th of July. So that was convenient. So people wouldn't have to run back and forth between the Charles and like, because it's like the Charles, which is the river and a, a grassy walk path with trees. And then that's like the main part of the city. So I'm glad, I'm proud of myself. I got over my fear of porta potties. I think that also helped from when I went to go see the Lumineers in upstate New York. There were a lot of porta potties there. Um, listen. I'm not even gonna lie, that white people music goes crazy. Like, I will wait. I know that's Mumford and Sons, but I still, I still was like, I, I bet your goat, I bet your Billy Bob goat that the Lumineers are gonna play. I will wait, and I would have thrown it back. I really would have. I really would have. Um, but yeah, I want to go on more dates because I feel like it's. I just want to get myself out there. But I'm also like, oh, I'm such a busy person that. Do I really want to do that? <laughs> we'll see. Um, nothing is ever going to top Nugget Nikki N. Oh, I don't know if I ever said his name before. That's a stage name. But that was the date I went on for the episode Pet Bad Dates and Pet Kangaroos. Where, yeah, that's fine because it's not his actual name. Um, and he wants his music out there anyways. But that was the one where I went on a date and then he invited me. This was, I was a lot more night. Sophomore year, Rachel. I'm pretty naive now, so much more naive, like, he was like, oh, you want to go see my cowboy hats, because I thought it was a bit that he has, like, a cowboy hat collection, and I was like, yeah, sure, why not, so I go to this man's apartment, first of all, the cowboy hats are small, are small, they're not impressive, they're not a wide brim, and then he starts playing piano, and then he plays a song, and it just, it, it was, y- y'all can go look him up. He played Trader for me. He was like, guess what song this is? I said, that, that's the other thing. They love to make me guess. They said, he said, you know, the, the guy from the most recent date, he winded his little finger and pointed a shirt. They love to make me guess. He said, the, the, the date from the, the date that I'm never going to top, the bad date that I'm never going to top, he said, guess what song this is? And then waited. And I said, oh, is your song? He said, yeah, this is the first song I ever made. And then he only plays the piano part. And then I want you all, your homework today is to go listen to Trader. Um, yeah. I don't know. I hope it doesn't sound like I'm making fun of people too much. 
if that's what's fulfilling to you, that's great, and I love that for you, but he also, when I was there in his room, he, like, he opened his drawer and then, like, shut it really quickly, and I don't know if he was trying to be, like, I don't know if it was supposed to be, like, subconscious, like, little hinting, but the only thing that was in that drawer was a box of condoms. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? He also then tried to mansplain to me how he makes music by recording it on his, on his phone and then emailing it to himself to his laptop so yeah fun little date stories it's all about you know being an adult in training that's what Rachel Profiling is all about but that really is the theme just being an adult in training and figuring things out and I think that's what this summer is for I kind of want to drop the whole setting myself up for success thing because I just feel like that feels so corporate it feels rigid and I'm a kid still. I mean, I'm 21, so I'm a full legal adult, but we're all figuring things out, and that can take as long as we need. It can change as much as it needs to, and you know what? As long as I got my friends and I can dance, I'm cooling. So it's been it's been a fun little summer so far. Dog sitting, dancing. Yeah, turning 21. But... I think that's it for all my updates. I mean, I could talk to you more about being a woman in STEM, but I'm going to let... I'm going to do, like, a full at sign podcast episode, I think. Being a woman in STEM has been fun. I actually get to tweet little things like, another day knowing nothing about IoT. <laughs> that's a joke for my boss, if you're listening to this. I'm, that means Internet of Things, and that's what we're pivoting to for at sign. But anyways, give at sign a follow on Twitter, because we're about to hit 5K, I think, in our TikTok iot underscore at sign or maybe it's it's at sign underscore iot so hey man i'm clocked in for real on dogs slay the house down boots mama (laughs) i say this all very ironically and jokingly um but yeah so goals for this summer go on more dates dance a lot more and get my shit taken care of and i feel pretty solid about that and maybe start therapy but i think actually i might start that in the fall because right now, I feel content. And I know that's not how that works. I know that's not how therapy works. You should be in it whenever. Not only when you're down in the dumps. But um, that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening to Rachel Profiling. I love you lots. And I plan on being here more often. I love this little catch-up. We talked about everything. About, you know, a little a little life. Like um, intuitive, existential thought. Some bad dates what I've been doing this summer. So I hope you're all doing splendid and I will see you soon for another episode of Rachel Profiling. Please be sure to leave a rate and review anywhere you listen to podcasts because it really does help me out. And also, I think we talked about this last time, but I really just have to say a huge thank you again to my girl, Stacy, and to all of you for listening to Rachel Profiling and getting it on Apple Podcasts for AAPI Month. That was the highlight to my year. I just feel like every up and down, every topsy-turvy moment, every sit-down talk we've had and just the past three years it's it's just made it so worth it because it's like oh wow I forget y'all can listen a lot of the time clearly (laughs) I forget y'all can listen a lot of time and it just feels so warm and bright and lovely that you enjoy hearing what I have to say so I love you lots I'll see you soon bye (laughs) 